1: your travel insurance,
0: and prepare for takeoff. Hello fellow travelers. Hey Hey, squadies! Welcome to this week's episode of the Travel Squad Podcast. Today we are going down to Mexico to Cabo San Lucas. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this episode.
2: The last time I was in Cabo, I was probably 12 years old. It was a stop on a cruise ship. So Kim, I'm so excited to hear all about Cabo and how it's changed over the years. It's one of those places that it's super easy to get to from San Diego. And Jamal and I definitely have it on our list, but we haven't planned a trip there yet. And I feel like this would be a really good destination to try out an all-inclusive vacation. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm really excited to dive into this because I myself have not been to Cabo. And I know you went on this on a bachelorette party, too. So I know it's going to be wild. Have some good information. (laughs) I'm ready to hear all about it on that one. But I don't know why I haven't been to Cabo, Brittany and I, and like she said, it's one of those places that's so easy from San Diego. We live right by the Tijuana airport, can just cross, catch a domestic flight really, really cheap. And I think it's one of those things that it's so close and it would be easy and convenient for us to go anytime that we haven't taken the initiative to plan it. So I'm really excited for you to dive into it more To inspire me and ideally Brittany, since it's been a long time, so that way we can make our trip. But I am so stoked to hear about Cabo, because you know, everything like Tulum, Cancun, which is going to be East Coast Mexico gets all the hype but Cabo on the west coast let's do it.
0: Cabo is on the west coast and it is easy to get to from San Diego or anywhere in the southwest region of the country. It's like a two-hour flight super easy but what you'll like more about Cabo is the humidity is way less than Cancun.
1: Ooh, that's a relief.
0: Way less like I like the climate a lot better in Cabo and it's closer so it's cheaper it's mm-hmm. easier. I don't live in San Diego anymore but it's still pretty easy to get there from Los I highly recommend everyone go. It's amazing. I've been there twice. But before we get into the episode, you know we start with the tip.
1: Tip first.
0: Bring sunscreen. You're going to be out on the water, out of the beach, out, out and about. Definitely bring sunscreen. It is a hot sun out there. So... Some phone companies will give you cell phone service and other ones will not. So check before you go, you're going to another country. So just make sure you can use your phone or understand if you're going to be charged for roaming or Mm -hmm. not. Some cell phone carriers don't even provide it unless you pay for it and so that's why i love t-mobile because the three of us have t-mobile and
1: non-sponsored t-mobile by the way we're just throwing a shout out (laughs) t-mobile you should sponsor us because we're letting all the travelers know what's up with your service
0: t-mobile is the best phone service for travelers yeah because you get free data in most
2: countries and it's usually pretty decent as well so you don't get charged the roaming fees you can use data the only thing is if you make a phone call they charge like 25 cents per minute but i don't think that applies to mexico and who the hell talks on the phone anymore i know
1: so unlimited text you get your data (laughs) t-mobile rocks it i don't know about any other mobile services now for you But always a good tip when traveling internationally, check to see what international data and service you do have.
0: And the people you're going with, because there were some people in our group that did not have cell phone service. Mm -hmm. So if you're using the buddy system, make sure those people have someone with a phone to get a hold of, because Cabo's a party town. You're going to be drinking probably, and you don't want to lose the person without cell phone service. Another tip is that everyone speaks English. It's a big tourist destination for Americans, and they know it, so Mm -hmm. pretty much, Everyone speaks English in Cabo. You'll have absolutely no problem getting around. People really don't even try to speak Spanish to you, honestly.
1: (laughs) If they see you and they can tell you're a gringo or a gringa, it's just automatic English, I imagine. Yes?
0: Yeah, pretty much. And they speak great English. It's not like broken English. It's great. And then Cabo is a party place. So just know there's going to be plenty of that around. A lot of the restaurants and businesses are catered toward a tourist that's looking for that type of experience. Mm -hmm. At least the things that I've done there, which. I came to party and I did party. So I'm sure there's a a lot of other like relaxing or spa or just like out on the boat things you could do that you guys might
2: like. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say, Kim?
0: (laughs)
1: Hey, you know what? Normally you'd be right, Kim, about it, but... You throw tequila in the mix, which is going to be prime time over there because you're in Mexico, mm-hmm. and Brittany will get wild. You put tequila in front of her face, and that—that's when Britney wants to drink.
2: I've learned that I have a pretty good tolerance to te- to tequila. Like I can down oh, about seven shots. and be okay. I learned
0: something fun about tequila from TikTok. And that was real tequila that's made in Mexico with small batch farms. They're legit and they're good quality and they take a long time to make and they're labor intensive. And so the quality's really there. But a lot of these other tequilas that are coming out, like I think 818 is Kendall Gent Generous tequila, George Clooney has a tequila. The
1: Rock has a tequila. Everybody has a tequila. Mark All Wahlberg these celebrities has are one. making
0: tequila now, but there aren't enough agave farms to supply it. So they're doing different farming techniques to speed up the process, mm. which reduces the quality. And then they have to add artificial like flavorings, like there's more vanilla, and so it's reducing the quality makes it not as easy to put down, makes hangovers worse. Ooh. So go for traditional Mexican tequila.
1: Absolutely. And I don't know if they'll have the tags here in the U.S. for it, but when we did tequila tasting in Mexico, just south of the border from San Diego when we were in Ensenada, Rosarito, they were telling us on that tequila tasting tour that if you look at the bottles, it will actually have a sticker that says it meets the definition of what true tequila is by, like, Mexican standards. Ah. And if they invented tequila, that's what you want to look for. But I think here in the U.S., you don't really have those but if you go to specialty shops you will find it and I think that's a really good tip if you want to drink tequila a lot of these big expensive ones now aren't even true tequila and you could buy a lot better tequila Mm -hmm. at a lower price if you know what you're looking for
0: yeah I'm not a big tequila drinker but even in Mexico I can do
1: shots of tequila wow Kim taking shots remember me at
0: Nicole's wedding Nicole's wedding,
2: even when we were uh, in Mexicali, you did a shot of tequila, too. Hell yeah. Hell
0: yeah. So, Kim, tell us about Cabo. So when you think of Cabo, you're thinking of beaches, you're thinking of bars, but there's actually different areas of Cabo. So you want to make sure you're staying in an area that has what you're looking for. Um, There's a couple different ones. And first of all, it's in Baja, California, which I think we kind of talked about because it's close to San Diego. And I was going to say
1: for geographical context, for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, I'm sure you know to some extent what the shape of Mexico looks like. That long, thin peninsula that is on the West Coast. Cabo San Lucas is at the very, very bottom of that long peninsula, just for geographical context. Thank you.
0: Our resident geographer.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So the location in which it is makes it warm much of the year. I've been in March for a cruise. I was there for six wild hours, and then I was there for four days for a bachelorette party with 16 girls. Oh, wow. Two very different experiences. Weather was amazing both times. But like I said, with the areas of Cabo, if you're gonna be staying there, then you wanna really research what area you wanna be in because Los Cabos means there's multiple areas of Cabo. So near the airport is what they call San Jose del Cabo. I wouldn't recommend staying by the airport. It's kind of a ways away. You definitely are gonna need a ride to wherever you're going.
1: Now, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt your train of thought on this, Kim. I have not been, but I've heard that there's actually two airports in Cabo. And with your research, when you gone went down there, I know you went one time on a flight, but when you were going down this time for the bachelorette party, did you have to really make sure? Because I know where you're talking about San Jose del Cabo near the airport, that's like the big international one. And then they have like a smaller one that's closer, but mm. not very many flights, I think, if I remember correctly.
0: Well, I'm not sure. I don't know if there's more than one airport, but I will say this about the airport, because believe it or not, the airport's going to be your first stop on the party train. There is two terminals at the airport. One's domestic. One is international. The time that I flew in, we did fly domestic because we crossed the border into Tijuana Mm -hmm. and flew over to Cabo. It's a small airport. There's really not much going on. There's like a subway there. So what you're going to want to do is most of our listeners are probably going to be flying in the international airport, which is where you want to be. We were getting picked up for this bachelorette party, and so our driver showed up, but we were also picking up people who flew from Washington International, Mm -hmm. so we went over to the international side, and that is where the party is. There are several bars right outside of the airport. Oh, wow. That are serving huge margaritas. There's music going. Like, people are just posted up drinking at the airport. <laughs>
1: oh, that reminds me of when we flew into Cancun. The Cancun airport is pretty much the same yeah. way. And we flew domestically, not into the international one when we were there. And same thing bars just outside of the airport. Oh,
0: hell yeah. So the
1: party yeah. gets started right away.
0: It's really cool over there, actually. We stayed there for probably an hour just drinking and kind of waiting for at people to flights to get in because there were people coming from different places oh my god it was so much fun
1: (laughs) but why would you not want to stay by the airport because i know you said don't
0: yeah so there's not much else to do there besides drink at the airport so you get in there there are two kind of other areas or i'll say three so there's madonna beach that's where you're gonna have the nice beaches a lot of bars are over there you can swim there That's a great place to be. Cabo San Lucas is like the center of town where there's shopping and you can walk around the streets and Mm -hmm. go to restaurants and all of that. And then there's Land's End, which is more of the cliffside area along the water. You still have great views of the water. You have beautiful cliffs, but you cannot swim there. Okay. Just too rocky and too... You can't get down to the beach. Got it. And then there's also the port side where there's um, a lot of boats and whatnot. The waters are just too choppy too rough. You can't get down to the water in a lot of these places. So if you want to stay somewhere where you can walk to the beach very quickly, Madonna Beach is where you're going to want to stay. And I think that's where most people stay. We stayed for the bachelorette party. We actually stayed more in the land's end area Mm -hmm. and we had an amazing property on the cliffside. It was only about a 15 minute walk to the other stuff we went to. So it's really not that far. And when
1: you're drunk, an easy walk. Fifteen minutes flies by real fast. Just make sure to use that
0: buddy system for people that don't have Celsius. (laughs) Yeah, so just do a little bit of research, see what's around, and also knowing what kind of trip you wanna have, who you're going with, plan your area based on that.
2: Hey Squatties, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well being while traveling.
1: One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack.
0: We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C.
2: Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon-lime and tangerine with immune support.
1: It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order, when you shop better hydration today using promo code Podcast at liquidiv.com.
0: Hey squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you.
1: We just launched several new international trip itineraries including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as National Park trip itineraries including Utah's mighty five national parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone.
2: These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you.
0: So all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, Even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more.
1: Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today.
0: One other thing I'll say about the airport when you first get in, this is true for most of Mexico, but you can't get an Uber from the airport. You have to get a taxi and there's plenty of people readily available with taxis for you. But I would recommend that you make your trip a little extra special and order a driver to pick you up with a sign. It's like so special to have your name on a sign waiting for you. It really sets the party trip off on a good note.
1: Bougie Kim coming out.
0: But it doesn't have to be bougie. They're not expensive. No,
1: I know. I'm just joking around, but I, I know what and you're saying. And that's a
0: great thing about Mexico. You can level your bouginess, but not the expenses that go along with
1: it. So speaking of expenses, because I know you've been to... Cancun, Tulum area, and those are areas of Mexico that are Uh really resorty, touristy, expensive, American prices, if not more. Cabo is a very popular tourist spot, but I wager to say not as popular as those other locations I just mentioned. In terms of the price, where would you say it's at? American, still a little bit below, but beyond normal, like regular Mexico prices that aren't in tourist areas, or where is it at?
0: I will say it's less than Tulum. Tulum has just become very touristy
1: and saturated
0: Cabo still like people are going there to party so you can find cheap drinks mm-hmm. they're not going to be like $20 a margarita but there depends where you go Of yeah. course, yeah but it's a good time there it really is and so Mexico has amazing Mexican food there's also plenty of other places to eat there that aren't Mexican food and drinking. So eating and drinking are two of the major things to do there. And we did lots of them. But actually, I want to go back quick to the budget question. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with what I paid for a bachelorette party trip. Probably a
2: little bit on the pricier side because it's bachelorette party. So right. you're doing things up for the bride.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think we probably in some ways chipped in for the bride too. So it probably added to cost. But my total for the trip was $700. mm hmm And then it was about 200 for the flight. Okay. So the $700 included four nights, a day on the yacht included a reservation at a really popular place that we went for like a day party and it included some other stuff, but so bachelor party trip, much more expensive, but you could definitely do a four day trip for less than, I want to say 500 bucks.
1: Oh, wow. That's, that's great. A, that's
0: inexpensive. You really
1: could. But you, and keep in mind the pricey state of kind of your lodgings too was so many people in an Airbnb. If you're going to do a hotel, I wager to say it's gonna be a little bit more, you know, expensive or even an all-inclusive that's very popular down there also. But you're saying if you go outside of that, things are still reasonably priced.
0: Yeah, and I'll actually just talk about places to stay right now. So when we went for the bachelorette party trip, we stayed in an amazing property. It was a four-story unit. And I think you could have rented out each story if you were with a smaller group, but because we were with a large group, it ha- we included all of them huge staircase going up to all four floors two pools 16 of us were in that house so how many bedrooms mm, I want to say there's like eight bedrooms wow yeah and each floor had a kitchen and two of the floors had a pool wow so it was massive I
1: remember seeing your stories when you were posting and you had arrived there I was like holy fuck look at this little mansion that they're all staying yeah in. Was it was pretty awesome mansion. yeah yeah it
0: was really cool the only thing that was weird, and sometimes things like this happen in Mexico, was the first floor, the floor I got put on in the seating chart, did have a poop smell. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was like a moldy, like, I don't know, weird situation. But besides that, it was fantastic. <laughs>
1: Alright. Maybe there's just plumbing issue and you're on lower level versus the, the higher one.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of communities, if you do rent an Airbnb, you're gonna stay in a gated community. That's mm-hmm very common in mexico and in cabo so ours was a gated community there's a guard there the safety is just off the chain i have a story later that i'll tell you that involves the gate guard but if you're never been to mexico you're a little hesitant on safety just know that you can find a property with a gated community and a guard and that'll give you a little extra security all right let's talk about fun stuff
1: i'm ready for eating it. and drinking Ooh, it's good stuff to talk about
0: So you'll have absolutely no problem finding places to eat and drink around Cabo. But a couple of the ones that I went to that were really, really fun. We went to a place called John's Place. It was when we first got in. We were hungry. We'd just been partying at the airport. We're looking for some food now. And at this point, there's probably about 10 of us who have arrived. Che, the bride, and then several other of us from San Diego and from different destinations that have met up. So we're walking around our neighborhood, which, like I said, we stayed in the cliffside area, which is technically away from town, but only a few blocks outside of the community were in the thick of it. We walk around, we find this place called John's Place. Sounds great. Looks great (laughs) there. It's a big restaurant. Tons of tables, not a lot of people in there yet, because at this point it's probably like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. maybe, so not prime time necessarily. We get in there, they are able to set up tables for us so that all of us can sit together, and that's which is good. great, because with a big group, yeah, that's definitely something to think about. And in Mexico, they're very, very accommodating. If you need to push things together, like, it's so well-received, I think, so much more than the U.S. Oh, I feel... This exact same thing. They, they'll go out of their way to really do anything for you. So, did that, sat down. The fajitas were amazing. Margaritas were amazing. And at this place, I want to say like six
1: bucks a margarita. Oh,
0: Ooh, that's not great. Bad. Yeah. For a
1: restaurant in a touristy spot, six bucks. That's cheaper than in the US still. So, you're yeah. winning.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it's like happy hour prices in the US. Right. So we did that. You know, we're having fun. They know we're at a bachelorette party, so they're bringing out dick shots. And oh, there you go. All kinds of weird stuff going on there, and then we're all starting to feel kind of buzzed at this point, mm-hmm. and. Charlotte gets up and puts like music on they play 50 cent in the club and then Charlotte <laughs> starts like ballroom dancing with the waiter
1: like, the 50 cent
0: the waiters are really funny there too because they know a lot of girls go for bachelorette parties and yeah people are partying there in general and so they really like play into it it's a good time I'm
2: impressed Charlotte knows how to ballroom dance <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah video proof on my phone <laughs> So we did that. And then once we kind of ate and wrapped it up there, we just kept walking along. We were just waiting for other people to get in. So we didn't really have an agenda at this point. Mm -hmm. So we're walking around. There's tons of places to shop and eat. And we see this other corner spot with fish tanks full of little fish. And they're the little fish that eat your feet for pedicures. Oh, my gosh. I'm so attracted to go there. You know, a group of 10 girls zones in on this place and we walk over there we go in and and the I think it was either 10 or 20 bucks I think it was 10 bucks to get a pedicure it comes with I think I don't even think there was a time limit on how long you can put your feet in there they had like six chairs so came with that and a foot massage wow so that's the reason we went there but then it's also a bar so the guy that takes your money that gives you a foot massage is also getting you your drinks That's hilarious. <laughs> it, this place is called dallas and jimmy it's on the corner of a street down there there's probably other ones but and they're just the same way they are there to entertain mm-hmm. they know you're there to party and so we were like the only people there and we probably stayed for over an hour pe- different people getting pedicures and foot massages how many tanks at one time There were six tanks. Okay. Some had more fish than others. It was a good time. What happened to the fish? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But that was really fun. I've done the fish thing before. I didn't do it here. I did it in Thailand before. Did it tickle your feet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jamal would not do that.
1: I could do it with the fish. I don't think I could do it. I don't like my feet being straight tickled by your freaking hands. It's hard to
0: keep <laughs> your feet in there. But,
1: you know, the little fish munching on it, I think I could handle it. I could I'd actually it right be, now. I'd actually be really <laughs> interested in doing one of those things. Another reason why we need to go to Cabo, Brittany.
2: Absolutely. Well, Kim's built an itinerary for us. Yes, so. she
1: has. I'm yes. ready to hear what else. Because I know it got a little bit more wild than just uh, <laughs> margaritas at the bar and then fish eating of your feet.
0: Yeah. So I'm not going to do a play-by-play of the bachelorette party, but, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that we did at the house. And and if you're staying in a nice place with a great view and pools, you do want to spend time at the property as well. So we had a great time there. And Cabo also has all of the same technological luxuries that the U.S. does. So we were able to Uber Eats food to the house... Or just walk down the street and pick up pizza and come back to the house. So if you're worried about that going to Cabo, don't even worry. There's Ubers, there's, and Ubers are really cheap. Squad tip for Mexico, you can get an Uber that would here in the US cost you like 25 bucks. Over there, it's like 10 or less.
2: That's great. So in terms of outlets and plugs, what
0: are you bringing anything? Are we plugging straight into the wall? You're good to plug straight into the wall. You don't need any type of converter from US. That's perfect.
1: So if you're coming outside the U.S. or anywhere that uses U.S. plugs, then bring it. But that's one of my favorite things about Mexico, too, especially since we travel there quite often internationally since it's so close. Don't need to even worry about it.
0: Yeah, it's funny. The first night we did stay mostly in the house and party and went to bed really late. And I God, I want to say it was like almost sunrise when the sun finally did come up. The people I was sharing a room with started waking up to get ready and whatever, because we had a yacht day. And I was like, turn the light off. (laughs) And Stacy was like, it's not the light, Kim. It's the sun.
1: (laughs) Partied real hard, didn't you?
0: (laughs) But that was fine. That was fine. So another really fun place to go that a lot of people will be at is Mango Deck. This is in an area where it's on the beach, first of all. And then there's also like the deck and the boat and the port right there as well. So Mango Deck is this really big venue that has indoor outdoor space the outdoor space is all sand so even though the beach is like right behind even where you're sitting everything is sand it is a great time they have amazing drinks they have great food we sat outside at a table right in front of their outdoor stage and on this stage they were hosting games
1: i love it twerking
0: push up (laughs) what do you got going on (laughs) exactly exactly so It is a party place, and they are totally leaning into that with all of this. So they did a push-up contest. Charlotte went up there. Another one of the girls in our group went up there. And they do, they did like a girl group for it and then a guy group for it. So girls run against guys. That would be unfair. But Charlotte did pretty good. Did she win? Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) This girl that won was a machine. She was buff.
1: And this is that mango deck? Mango deck. Uh, You know... It's already on the list for when we go, because as you're just (laughs) describing it and having like the games and drinking, it reminds me of activities on a cruise ship. And that's one of the favorite things that I love about cruises also is that, you know, at the pool deck area, they'll have like events and games and contests. And now here you are in the city at a bar restaurant and they have all that going on with it. It just adds a whole new dynamic of fun to your experience. Oh, yeah,
0: totally. It's not family friendly, so it's not so much like a cruise. (laughs) But, <laughs> X-rated version or a dull rated. Let's but put it that it's way. funny because you go up there or you do the game whatever. While Charlotte was in her push-up position, someone's coming around with a camera and they took a picture of her. And then they slapped that on a tequila bottle and then we're selling the tequila bottle out there. <laughs> so you know I bought it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, do you, have you drank it? I would love to see the bottle with Charlotte on it.
0: Someone else ended up with the bottle. and okay. Ended up bringing it home, but we did take the bottle with us as a group. Nice. Whoever has it, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so that was really, really fun. We stayed there for probably six hours. Six maybe hours. More. We were there for a long time. It sounds, sounds like,
1: like a good time. Yeah, but, it does sound like But really food fun. and drink aside, what actual activities are there to do other than just eat and drink? I mean, we're on the water, on the beach. There's got to be well, other. Well,
0: yeah, at Mango Deck, you can leave your table and walk straight out into the ocean. So mm-hmm. you can go swimming. You can just walk the beach, and then there's tons of people selling stuff on the beach. You can take a picture with an iguana. There's a bunch of people with iguanas out there. So there's a lot of, like, entertainment, people watching, swimming. The water is warm, so you can swim no problem.
1: I'll be really easy getting in that because I can't get into cold water, so it's, it's so not right in So in a
0: lot of these bars and restaurants,
2: are people in casual attire? Are there, are bathing suits allowed to be worn?
0: Yeah, We all wore bathing suits to Mango Deck. Everyone's in casual attire. You wouldn't want to wear heels or anything because it's in the sand. So that wouldn't be very functional. But yeah, it's just a good time. Like everybody there, you feel like you're on spring break when you're there. And I've been there twice because when we came with the cruise ship, it doesn't go in to Cabo because of the shallowness. Mm -hmm. So it parks out and then a little boat picks you up and brings you in. You like barter in. Do you know what it's
1: called on the cruise ship lingo? No. Tendering. Tendering. Tendering.
0: Oh, okay. So when I went there on a cruise ship, we did that. And the guy that picked us up in his boat also took us out to the Arches, which is one of the main attractions of Cabo. Mm -hmm. These arches made from rock formations. They're beautiful. You have to see them when you go out on a boat. But Mexico, again, really leans into the fact that you're there to party. So this guy that's driving this little boat, he's, like, getting up on the bars and swinging from it like a stripper, like, (laughs) (laughs) out of nowhere. It was actually really wild, but... Yeah. So you can have a little spring break action from a cruise ship, too.
1: And when you say the arches, you're obviously talking rock formation, like kind of little that are carved out from the ocean and things like that. Like almost when we were in Lebanon and the pigeon rocks that are out there right on the Mediterranean Sea. Yes, exactly. Excellent.
0: You have to see them. You can't go to Cabo without seeing that.
2: The one thing I do remember about Cabo was I went kayaking when I was there, and there were a ton of jellyfish in the water. Did you guys get in the water and
0: see any jellyfish? We did, yeah. I haven't talked about the yacht day yet, but when we went out on the yacht, we did see jellyfish in the water, and we had to move to a different spot. Okay. But... The spot that we did move to also had jellyfish, and we jumped in anyway, and we were all fine. They're little. Little ones.
2: They kind of just, like, sting you just, like, where it doesn't really hurt, but
0: you know something's there, and you can kind of feel it. I don't know if it was all the shots or the marks. You just didn't
1: feel it yourself? Yeah, because when (laughs) Brittany and I, we were in Biscayne Bay, or is it Biscayne Bay or Biscayne National Park out in Florida... And when we were snorkeling out there, there was the little baby jellyfish, like no bigger than the size of a dime, Yeah. but there's tons of them. So those are the little ones that were like getting us. So I wonder if that's what Brittany's maybe referring to. these were maybe
0: quarter or silver dollar size. Okay.
1: A little bit larger.
0: Yeah. You can see them from the second story of the yacht. Oh, Okay. okay. So Mango Deck, if you do anything in Cabo, go here. It's a really good time. You will have fun. A couple of other places that I do want to mention that we did go to for eating and drinking. Outpost was another really cute one, kind of in the neighborhood we were staying in. Really cute two-story dinner spot. Again, the waiters are just totally catering to the party aspect, the bachelorette aspect. Mm-hmm. They're bringing out, like, chocolate syrup on their chest. Oh, like. Wow.
1: Did anybody lick it off?
0: I cannot say what happens in Cabo stays in Cabo.
1: Oh, Okay. <laughs>
0: It was probably the bride. <laughs> no, she was on her best behavior. But who knows? The single lady's on the bachelorette trip. <laughs> the one place, though, that I would highly recommend for anyone, even if you're not there for a major party moment, is Flora Farms. You guys would love this place. And I want to start a business like this because it was just an amazing place to be. I would recommend going for brunch. It's a great breakfast, brunch, lunch spot, and it's a little bit out of the way. So you definitely need a taxi. And I think from where we stayed to getting there was probably like 40 minutes. Okay. So it's a little out of the way, but it's a farm floor farms. The property has vegetables growing, has flowers growing. It has ponds with turtles in it, huge iguanas in the trees. Was it like a
2: farm-to-table kind of situation yeah. where
0: they're trying to be sustainable? Oh, and yeah. That. Everything's sustainable. They have just like a bunch of beautiful areas to walk through and grab a drink and grab an ice cream. And they even had puppies. They had a huge area with like six puppies.
2: Six puppies. I yeah. that.
0: <laughs> Um. And so we went here for brunch. As soon as we checked in, they handed us all a little fresh carrot tequila drink it was so good it sounds so refreshing i ordered another one because it was so amazing and then you sit down for brunch and these huge tables it's all outdoor there's live music beautiful singing live music food was amazing they have all your typical american and mexican brunch food options so from the time we got there to the time we left and we were trying to kill time a little bit before our flight, but I would say we probably spent like four hours there.
1: I'm looking at photos right now and it looks really, really cool. It's a mix of, from what the photos look like, mellow, but you can party if you want, but it's not geared to party. It's more that yeah. serene kind of aspect in a farm. And I'm seeing it even lit up at night and they have the lights strewn across the bench area where you eat food, mm-hmm. it looks like. So do really, really pretty. Do weddings
0: there? I wouldn't doubt it.
1: I'm seeing photos of the weddings as I'm looking at it right now as you're talking about it. So, yes, they have weddings.
0: Yeah, it's a great place for groups. It's a great place for couples, a great place for just a couple gal pals. I really, really like it there. Great time. Okay, so we ate and we drank enough. What else is there to do in Cabo? I mentioned the boat or the yacht. Snorkeling? Snorkeling, yes, definitely. I didn't. I haven't gone snorkeling in Cabo, but I'm sure you'd see a lot of really cool stuff out there. The boats that will take you out will definitely provide snorkeling gear if that's what you want to do. I know you can kayak because I've been kayaking out there. You can kayak, but I would highly recommend a yacht. If you can make it happen, do it. And say you save in another area, splurge on the yacht because it was the highlight of any experience I've had in Cabo. If you're choosing mango deck or yacht, go with the fucking yacht.
2: And do they provide alcohol in the yacht oh, or do you uh, have yeah. to like bring <laughs> it on for you? Or does it uh, depend? You
0: know, it might depend on what your deal is with that boat. They, they, Some might allow BYOB, but the yacht experience that we did, I'll tell you about it. We got on the yacht at 10 a.m. We were greeted with watermelon juice tequila drinks. Yes. We got on the yacht. It has a beautiful indoor space. Down below, there were two bedrooms, two bathrooms. And then up on the top floor, there is... Plenty of seating around and then a place you can lay out on the front of the yacht. You feel like you're worth a trillion bucks when you're (laughs) up on the top front of that yacht area and you're dancing and then they go straight into drink making mode. Margaritas, they come around with shots like just on a platter. You don't even ask for them. They just show up. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's usually kind of chill in the beginning, you know, getting over their hangover. We went on the yacht the day after Mango Deck. So this was now day three of partying. Mm-hmm. So I was a little calm the first hour. but well, well, once
1: you have a couple of drinks, it gets going. Yeah. You're ready to go then you again. start
0: shaking it and The music goes. Like, I think every song with the word ass in it was played on that yacht. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all wearing matching outfits. So even if you're not on a bachelorette party, just do the matching outfit thing because it really makes it that much better. enhances the fun. (laughs) And then the people that have, that are running the yacht, they're used to people coming for vacation. Mm -hmm. So they know all the right angles to take. They direct you in your pictures. Oh, wow. Look at that. They even did a video and he was like, dance like have fun and he took a video and it came out so cool so after four hours I was like man I don't want to get off like it goes by so fast you think four hours is a lot but it's not it goes by really fast they made sliders they made tacos there was a few other like seafood things that they made you that you actually tell them what you want them to make from what they offer Mm -hmm. so you get to control that whatever drinks you want on you get to control that they take you to a certain area and put out floaties for you to lay on or kayak or stand up paddleboard whatever they have it was amazing that sounds really fun it really really was Part of the other thing to do in Cabo, like, obviously you're going to be drinking, but just walking around is part of the fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of shopping you can do. There's, like I said, people with iguanas you can take pictures with. There's just like a lot of fun things just to immerse yourself in. Mm -hmm. There was one spot that we went into called Mr. Mustache. Was it a souvenir store? Yes, it was. It was a souvenir store. The guy had a mustache who owns it. And he had pictures all over the place with him and tourists. So he's, you know, very well known Mm -hmm. in this place.
1: I mean, he's Mr. Mustache.
0: Mr. Mustache. And he was serving tequila shots in his store. So we took some tequila shots with him. He like walked us around the store and picked out certain things for us that he thought we would like that we were looking for. I think we spent, like, an hour and a half in his store just, like, hanging out and taking shots with him. He
2: has a pretty cool job.
1: (laughs) The more he gets you drunk, the more you're going to buy.
2: And I did, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mhm. <laughs> that's something you like totally wouldn't see in the US cuz you can't have a shop just like, here's some tequila shots, let me show you around. Yeah.
1: And that's one of the things too about the US. God bless the US and all its comforts it provides, but they got to stick up their ass in terms of like lots of rules. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can take open alcohol to parks and have picnics or have be a proprietor and have a shop like that and be like, oh, yeah, you want to shop with me? Like, you know, like that that's the cool stuff that I love about other countries. And yeah. you find that galore in Mexico. Not to say everywhere in Mexico is a party like that, but mm-hmm. certain regions such as Cabo cater themselves to be that way. And Absolutely. just create a unique environment. You
0: know, even when I was in Italy, in Florence, we were shopping at a leather place. And the guy brings us red wine in nice, fancy glasses. Mm-hmm. And we shopped for hours, talked to him, took a picture with him. Yeah. Added him as a a friend on Facebook. (laughs) He even customized our outfits, tailored them to our size. And when we came to pick them up, he took us next door to the bar and gave us a bottle of wine. And the fact that they can even serve alcohol in the store and there aren't rules against that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. build those ties, the community, the personal experiences that you have there.
1: Same thing kind of happened when we were in South Africa. You know, we went into a diamond shop and you come in, they give you like a drink, you buy something, then they bring out the better stuff for you. So when I bought (laughs) a necklace for Brittany, not a diamond one, but a necklace nonetheless from them. Then, you know what? Oh, let's bring out the good stuff. And they brought it <laughs> out in a decanter and poured it. And, like, that's the type of fun shit that the U.S. needs to get on board with. I'm just going to come out and, and say
0: And not it. just at, like, Tiffany & Co. where it's going to cost you 5000 to get that one glass of champagne. Right. Yeah. Support it at your local 7 Eleven.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, when we go to Cabo, I'm going to Mr. Mustache and I want to meet Mr. Mustache.
0: Yeah, you see my picture up there. Excellent. I'll look for it. I do just want to say, though, something about safety because anytime you go to a place where there's a lot of partying, whether that's Vegas, Miami, Mexico, or somewhere else, you do want to just think about safety because I know you're drinking and partying and that can kind of go out the window, but you are kind of seen as sometimes as a target, Mm -hmm. especially as a female, especially as a good looking female, especially as a female who's not from that country. Sure. Especially as a female not from that country who's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So I mentioned the buddy system. Buddy system is always, always a good idea in Mexico, especially because some people don't have cell phone service. Mm -hmm. So stay together if you're drinking with someone and then just keep an eye on your stuff. So when we were at this bachelorette party, a couple of girls went out. It was... Day three night. So, you know, they're in that mindset. They go out, are having fun, drinking, partying, whatever. I actually went to sleep. Whoa. Whoa. Kim over over 30. Kim over 30. (laughs) But I I was, like I said, there were two previous nights where I barely slept. So I needed some sleep.
1: Justifiable.
0: Yeah. The bags were starting. No. (laughs) (laughs) So they went out, they're dancing, partying, having fun. And I guess they got split up. One of the girls went out to smoke. And lo and behold, her purse goes missing and she doesn't know who took it or when it happened. But now she's alone, drunk in the middle of the night, doesn't have her phone, Mm -hmm. money, doesn't even know where to go. And pretty far from where we were. So I guess she walked around, found someone to get her an Uber home. And then the gate guard is there, right? So the gate guard... like recognize her from our group and she was able to like talk to him and get in and figure it out. And this goes to show like Cabo is actually not that big mm-hmm. depending on where you're staying. You could find your way back, but it is kind of scary when you think about being drunk, female alone, no money, no ID, no phone, and not really a clear idea of how to get back to your place Sure. in yeah. the middle of the night. I could see that. And already have been targeted by a crime once. So you're like probably freaking out. And it just can happen really fast. And it can happen anywhere. I mean, we've talked
2: about South Africa. Our friends Josh and Anna, they went back to South Africa because they loved it so much. They went partying. They were hanging out with the locals and whatnot, and they realized one of their phones was gone. Really? And Uh-oh. it was the locals
1: who were all chummy with them purposefully to, like, target them and yeah. jack their phone and everything. And so when
2: they were all leaving the bar at the end of the night, he was, like, patting himself down, like, oh, where's my phone? And then, like, the lo- one of the locals said, well, you can have it back if you want to give us $100. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it could happen anywhere, though. No. Uh, no. Just let them they just let it
1: go. Wow. I think that one was... The phone was jacked. So, was like, fucked us. But, it could, like you said, it could happen anywhere. And I love how you said U.S. cities first. Vegas, Miami, wherever. Like, obviously, because you're in another country, not necessarily just Mexico, you should always err on the side of caution. But even here domestically, if you're partying, male or female, you could be a target for anything if you don't keep your wits about you or have somebody... I don't want to say to keep an eye on you, but at least one friend who's having a good time, but at least coherent enough to be like, all right, I'm keeping a watchful eye
0: yeah and i think even the buddy system being one to one i don't even think that's enough Mm -hmm. because like look how easy these two got separated right and i think she was just going outside to smoke so it's not like they were lost from each other yeah but even in that sense you really shouldn't go alone but it's a good time so don't (laughs) let that deter you from going to cabo because it is really really fun there now you guys haven't been I've been once with this bachelorette party, once from a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. I really, really want to go again, though. And what I want to do is stay in an all-inclusive. That would be amazing. Have you guys ever done an all-inclusive?
1: We have not done an all-inclusive. No, we haven't done one. Never? Never. Not even
0: with your family, Britt? No. I mean, we've
2: done cruise ships where pretty much everything's included, but not like at a resort.
1: And I would love to do one. I think Cabo would be a good place because the ones in Cancun, Tulum, are way too expensive now. And I'm sure they're good and pricey in Cabo, but probably not as much. And I think this would be a great spot to do it.
2: The one resort that I have heard of that's really good in Cabo for all-inclusive is Secrets.
0: Secrets. And it's 18+.
2: 18+. I've heard really good things about that all-inclusive resort.
0: Yeah, Secrets Puerto Los Cabos was one I had noted down as being a place I would love to go. 18 plus, Swim Up Bar. A lot of these all-inclusives have Swim Up Bar. Mm. All-inclusive means you pay one price, all of your food, all of your drinks, your stay, and everything you need is included you got to read the fine print though because some of them will say that certain beach activities are included like if you want to go jet skiing and some will not include those okay so do your research and and see if that's something you prioritize if it's included or not
2: i also know that in some places that have the all-inclusives they'll give you a wristband and then if you go to other places in town sometimes you get a discount
0: or their partner or the properties. Yeah. Yes. And there's one other one that I really want to stay in. This is just an experience for travel that I want in general. No Boo Hotel, Los Cabos, is an all-inclusive, run you about 500 bucks a night. It's more of a luxury high-end option. But what's really cool about it is that right outside of your room, you have a private little pool. Oh, that'd be amazing. I want that experience.
1: Like when we were in Ecuador at Termas de Papaya. But separate. not...
0: No, no, no. It's a private pool just for you oh, right okay. out of your door.
1: Okay. Whereas everybody else was kind of commuting. But there were so many small sections, that's kind of why I equated it. But that's cool that it's just your own. Nobody can use it except you. Yeah, and
0: there's even some, I don't know about here, but some I've seen where you'd be high up on a story and it jets out from your room. Oh, that'd be amazing. I want that experience so badly. Well, let us know when you're going. We might have to jump on that trip. So anyone listening, if you have recommendations on All Inclusives... In Cabo or anywhere else that have a really cool experience like that, let us know. Definitely interested in it. And then I'll just say for all-inclusives, I've definitely researched like the cheapest way to do an all-inclusive. I remember looking from San Diego on Expedia with packages for flights, all-inclusive stay for like two nights 500 bucks a person maybe which i think is pretty good and then
1: if that includes your flights and everything then yeah
0: yeah For two nights and um you just have to do your research on the food really uh-huh. look at reviews because some luxury places don't have that good of food reviews some lower end places have great food reviews and i've seen a lot of good quality content on that on tiktok so, if you're looking for an all-inclusive, go to TikTok. <laughs> but, you know, for having these two really distinct types of trips and experiences in Cabo, I think I've done a lot. i love, 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 love to go back, mm-hmm. but as far as I know right now, that's Cabo for you.
2: How many days would you say you need to spend in Cabo to really get a good experience? I think three days is good. Okay. Because any more
0: than that, you're just sick of drinking.
2: Sure. And I think that really leads us into, I asked a question, and that was just one that I had off the top of my head, but I think that leads us into questions of the week. Ooh, let's hear it. So we actually got a question from Kimberly B from Kentucky, and she is asking, is there a time of year to avoid Cabo? Because in Tulum, there's a whole bunch of seaweed problems. Yeah. So does Cabo have that same problem
0: or other problems that we should know about? Cabo does not have the seaweed problem. Okay. I don't know if they do have any seasonal issues, but to my knowledge, they do not.
2: I mean, I know that... In the winter months, it's a great place to visit because weather is really good. So if you're trying to escape the cold, a lot of people go there for that reason. Yeah. So uh, it's typically their high season because people are trying to escape the cold. And that's when a lot of cruise ships happen as well. When I took
0: the cruise, it was in February. It left from Long Beach. It was cloudy, cold. We sailed down, and the closer we got to Cabo, the warmer and 80-degree weather showed up. Mm-hmm. It was so nice, and then you could see it coming back. It got colder and colder the more you
1: came. So I just Googled right now winter weather Cabo San Lucas. December, January, and February, the average high is 81 degrees with the low being 61. So So even in the evening, it's nice and temperate. So during the summer, you can imagine it's going to get hotter. Obviously, people, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you right now, Baja, California is kind of like hot dry, so it'll be warmer. But if you're going to do beach activity and it doesn't have that fucking gross humidity like the other side of mexico does in mm-hmm. cancun tulum area then you're going to be in good shape regardless of when you go and no seaweed sargassum issues as they call it on the east coast over yeah. there so that's good
0: all right squaddies well thank you so much for tuning in to our episode this week keep the adventures going with us on instagram and youtube at travel squad podcast and send us in your questions of the week
1: if you found the information this episode to be useful or if you thought we were just plain funny please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too and as always please subscribe rate and review our podcast and tune in every travel tuesday for new episodes
2: Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, Bye everybody. Squatties.